Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. Here's Michael. Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Michael B. Ross, and I would like to welcome you to the HBK High Performance Podcast. I hope the sun is shining and the birds are chirping in your life, and I hope all your dreams are coming true. Before we get started today, as I always like to mention, if you hear one good thought, one good phrase, one good quote, or one good idea from this podcast, I'd like to ask you to put that thought, phrase, idea, or quote into absolute immediate action. It is the application of our education that makes the biggest difference in our world. And I don't want you to be one of those people that look back on their life with significant regret. The number one regret of the dying is I did not live a life true to who I knew I should be. I instead lived my life based on the expectations of others. I don't want that regret for you. I want you to live a life of fullness and of fulfillment and one that makes a major impact on the world around you. You've got this one and only life. So you've got to make sure you take action so you don't live with regret. Today, I wanted to talk to you about the five key elements of emotional intelligence. In my 18 formal years of study of leadership and culture, the one thing I've found to be consistent across the board with every great leader I've ever met and come across is that great leaders have tremendous emotional intelligence. IQ which is to measure your intelligence or your mental capacities is important as well. But emotional intelligence, EQ, trumps intelligence of IQ. So make sure that you as a leader are constantly focused on improving your emotional intelligence. Let's go through those five elements and I'll talk about each one briefly. So the number one element of emotional intelligence is self Awareness. Self-awareness is knowing your personality type. It's knowing how you feel and turning volume up on how you feel. And sometimes it's turning volume up on agitations and pains that you feel, which a lot of people don't like to do. Most people run from their own pain. It's good to lean into your pain and to allow it to settle for a moment so you can evaluate and figure out where it's coming from. A lot of our pains come from traumas of our past or struggles we've had in the past. And when you run into something that is similar to that, sometimes it can keep you or regulate you from moving forward in the way that you know how. What I always recommend to increase self-awareness is take as many personality profile tests as possible. Really analyze the way that you feel and the way that you think. And a good way to do that is after you've taken a personality profile assessment or a leadership compass assessment, make sure you get a journal out and you start writing things that you know to be true about yourself and you affirm yourself and validate yourself. Now, make sure that you don't use judgment, guilt, or shame whenever you are evaluating yourself or you're looking at personality profile assessments. If you'd like to take a high-level personality profile assessment and you'd like one of our consultants or coaches to get in touch with you about your assessment, please contact us and contact me specifically, mross at hbkln.com. We have a test called the Pro-D, which I find to be the best leadership and emotional intelligence test in existence. So if you would like to take that, please email me mross at hbkln.com. We can get you access to the test and 
you will have a consulting session with someone who can explain your test afterwards. So number one, self-awareness. Number two is self-regulation. Something to remember about all human beings is we live 95% of our lives in subconscious streaming patterns, which means simply this, that most of the actions that you take, you're not aware of and you don't regulate because it's a part of your consistent pattern. So you become more reactive than proactive. So to self-regulate, one of the things you have to do is you have to have clear set standards and values for yourself. You have to know what you value because most decisions are made subconsciously. They're made through habitual patterns. And so in order to disrupt that and to have great self-regulation, you have to know what your values are and what the standards are so that you don't compromise when the actual decision comes up. So all of your decisions need to be made before they're made. And the way you do that is by having your clear values and your no compromise zones. So self-regulation is a major part of emotional intelligence and your self-regulation will often determine your character. And your character is simply what other people think about you, what they say about you, and the type of person that you are. Number three is empathy. Empathy is so vitally important and empathy and, and I got to add sympathy to this because sympathy is you have an experience what somebody else is experiencing, but you try to understand and you put yourself in their shoes as far as you can. Empathy is you've experienced the pain or the, the plight that someone else has experienced and you are putting yourself in their shoes. So you got to have sympathy and empathy if you are going to have great emotional intelligence. And I'd like to take it in another step is you've got to have compassion. Compassion is when you've had sympathy and empathy for someone else and you have a great desire to help them through their plight. So compassion is one step further of sympathy and empathy where you want to help somebody else. If you are a great leader, you will do everything in your power not to rush people through their trauma or their plight because sometimes plight is the path to success and greatness. Pain is sometimes what it takes to get progress. So you don't want to rush people through that, but sometimes you just want to help them along. You want to listen. You want to guide and direct that maybe someone could take a clear, more direct path through plight so they don't have to stay as long. But you certainly don't want to rob somebody of the pain of progress, but you would sometimes like to help them get through it a little bit faster. Number four in creating great Emotional intelligence is the word motivation, motivation. Now, motivation, the root word of motivation is the word motive. And it's your why behind. If you've ever seen somebody or been around somebody who is motivated, they're excitable, they have a great sense of efficacy, they have a great sense of purpose, it's because they know why they are doing what they're doing. There is purpose behind it. Their motives are clear for why they're doing what they're doing. And you don't ask a motivated person, why are you doing this? And they don't give you a clear answer. So if you want to have increased emotional intelligence, make sure you know why you're doing what you're doing. People are greatly attracted to people who are motivated because everybody deep down wants to know why they're doing what they're doing. And a lot of people are unclear about this. In fact, 
The research shows that 97% of people do not have a clear written vision for their life, meaning they don't know where they want to go or why they want to get to any destination. They're just living each day, day in, day out, trying to figure things out, trying to make money for their family, trying to accomplish a few things so they can get to the end of their day and do whatever they do. Not a lot of people live with great motivation because they don't know why they're doing what they're doing. So part of the way you as a leader can light people up is one, you have your motives clear, but you help them find their motives as well. And you can certainly do that the more emotionally intelligent you are. And then number five, I think is vitally important. You gotta have great social skills. Gotta be good with people. You have to make other people feel better about themselves than you are trying to make them feel good about you. A lot of people spend a lot of time trying to be very fun, excitable, and interesting to others. But why not spend your time instead making people feel fun, excitable, and interesting to you? And make them feel that about themselves. And being selfless instead of selfish. Yeah, it's easy to say in a silo, isn't it? It's easy for me to sit here on a podcast and tell you not to be selfish. We're selfish as human beings. But let's be selfless more. Let's think about others more. Let's think about the way we say and how it affects others more. That's it. Just improve in your social skills by asking more questions than the time you spend talking. Truly listening to people instead of just hearing them. Giving a smile instead of a frown. These are all very, very little things, but they make a magnanimous difference in our lives and in our leadership. If you can not only do this as a leader, you can facilitate an environment and create a culture around great emotional intelligence. And I highly recommend you do. So real quick, the five ways you increase emotional intelligence, which is the number one factor in great leadership, is you gotta have great self-awareness, You've got to be able to self-regulate. You've got to have sympathy, empathy, and compassion. You've got to have high levels of motivation, knowing your motives, your whys. And then finally, you've got to have great social skills. If you can work on one at a time, my recommendation is this. If one of these five has hit you, my ask of you is that you'll just begin to work on that area. Get some books on it. Start to study. Start to track your behavior. Start to write out a map and a plan of how you can improve in that area in your life. And I promise you this, you will not regret that. And it isn't something you're going to look back on and say, man, I wish I was less self-aware. I wish I was less motivated. I wish I had less compassion. No, no. Those are things you're going to look back on and be very, very glad that you took the time and the energy and you put the effort in to improving. I hope this was beneficial to you today. And I can't wait to talk to you next time on the HBK High Performance Podcast. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast. For information about the courses, resources, and services available from HBK High Performance, visit hbkln.com.